Welcome to the Becoming You Forever podcast. My name is Emily Peterson, and I am here to share strategies, ideas, and ways that will help you become your best self, becoming the version of you that you want to be forever by incorporating all of these tools and techniques that are going to help fuel your body, your mind, and your spirit to truly be the version of you that you want to be consciously, on a conscious level, choosing for yourself who it is that you want to be. Hello, my friends. So glad to be here with you. Today, we're going to talk about how to stop overthinking. As a chronic overthinker, sometimes I have found myself just buried in my thoughts, in my own brain, and sometimes just feeling like there's no solution and (laughs) just it's overwhelming and it sometimes causes a headache and can, um, can cause you to spin and come to conclusions that are just so out there, like not realistic or things that worst case scenario might look like or whatever that looks like for you. For me, this is how it looks. When I'm overthinking something, then I usually go to the worst case scenario and I tend to come up with conclusions that are totally unrealistic and not applicable, but they feel like they are. Because my mind is just spinning and going everywhere. So first, I just want you to take a deep breath. There we go. (sighs) Recognize that it's okay. It's okay sometimes we get in this space of overthinking. And we're going to go through some steps and some ways that you can kind of be in tune with yourself and your mind and stop overthinking. Um, I found an article online and, you know, BetterHelp has a lot of great stuff and I'm not a sponsor and I'm, they're not my sponsor and I'm not like advertising for them or anything, but they have a lot of resources out there that help people with mental health and everything. So just one other thing, but of course I do the same thing as an energy life coach. I also help people to break through some of these different, um, stumbling blocks or these, these things that we don't fully recognize as what is in the way of our achievements or of what the greater life is that we want to live and all these things. But let's get back to how to stop overthinking. So take a step back, take a deep breath. And as you observe your thoughts, your reactions and your responses, just consider in your mind, do you find yourself in a cycle of rumination or repetitive thinking? If so, what are those thoughts that continue to repeat themselves? To ruminate means you're just continually repeating them and they're cycling. It's like a bicycle, you know, the tires are keep going around, 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 around. And then it's just going to be the same old stuff coming through over and over again. And then we create something with those thoughts. So if you are, if you've observed and you're someone, you see certain thoughts just keep coming through your mind. That's okay. That just means we've got a little bit of overthinking that we're going to get through. And it's because of how we respond to our thoughts that we are now overthinking, which can cause negative consequences to our mental health. 
Okay. So this is why we want to go through this so that we can be stronger and healthier mentally. And that will help us in so many other areas in our lives with our health, with our relationships, with um, our finances, with our job, with our families, whatever that looks like. Just remember it's okay. So as you take a step back and you go into the mode of being the observer, just take note. How are these thoughts affecting my mood? What am I feeling? How am I responding? Who do I become in that moment when these thoughts are spinning and um, I'm ruminating in them? What is my mood? Just, just take note. Just take a little note saying, okay, here's my thoughts. When my child doesn't listen to me and it's time for bed, those are my thoughts. I start to feel what? Irritated, frustrated, annoyed, overtired. <laughs> um, and then when you're feeling that way, it does affect our mood. So your mood could then turn into becoming angry and, and you're acting out in that anger or impatience or whatever it is. So one way to help yourself get out of your head once you become aware and once you're paying attention um, to that mood is by doing something to get your mind off of um, that other thing. So instead of thinking, man, I wish these kids would just listen to me. It's time for bed. I'm just so irritated and overtired and I'm just getting impatient and all of that. You're paying attention to it. But instead of giving in to all of that impatience and you're thinking way too much about it, decide ahead of time to like do something else to get your mind off of it. Maybe you're going to go get yourself ready for a bed. Maybe you're going to go write down in a journal. Maybe you're going to go and just relax and listen to a meditation. Maybe you are going to just focus on something you can control which is your mood. You can control how you're going to respond to a situation. And you're going to find something to get your mind off of that. Maybe you're going to listen to music. Maybe you're going to go pray. Maybe you're going to um, go enjoy time with another person or another child or whatever that looks like for you. I'm not saying go and eat some food so that you take your mind off of doing these other things or feeling and thinking this way. Because that's just going to create another habit that you're going to want to try to <laughs> make better, okay? So we want to do something better. So um, if it's something that continues to come up, maybe you're going to take on a new hobby, which could be journal writing. It could be uh, playing an instrument. It could be taking on a new class so that you can start getting excited about something that when these things come to your mind, you can think, oh, but tomorrow at least I have this class I'm so excited for. Or, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go practice the piano or the guitar or sing or um, read something, right? So that you have something to fall back on when you're overthinking. You can just go to that place, breathe, and do that little project for a little while and let yourself have some fun. Let yourself be a little creative in a fun, curious way. 
um, just find something else to kind of keep your mind off of the overthinking. Okay, so we're going to continually go back to the breathing in all of these things. We're going to be intentional with our relaxation. And we're going to focus on our breath. And as we breathe, we can count. Okay, so that could be something that helps keep your mind off of the overthinking as well so that we don't overreact from those emotions that come up. Okay, does that make sense? Um, Sorry about all the background noise. If you hear it, we've got this. Um, Another way is by trying to meditate. If you've never meditated before, it's all good. All you do is basically just sit with yourself. And I sometimes find it more doable to actually listen to someone guiding my meditation and helping me remember to breathe and having kind of some binaural beats or music in the background that kind of just helps me refocus on just those things. But basically, you're just going to focus on your breath. So when you breathe in, you're going to count, you're going to hold your breath for a few counts and then just breathe out for the same amount of counts. And just just staying focused on that can help keep your mind in that space of just breathing. Okay. And that's what meditation basically does. It's not, meditation is not about just clearing your mind and having nothing to think about and fully relaxing. Meditation is literally still being with yourself, even when you have all of those thoughts going all over the place, but you're going back to a place of focusing on your breath. So you have all those thoughts still going on. It's fine. They're still there. It's kind of like being a mom. You're at home. You're doing all the stuff. Your kids are still there. The laundry's still there. The house is still, you know, needing to be cleaned. But it doesn't mean we have to do all those things all at once and pay attention to everything. We're just going to focus on the one thing right in that moment in the meditation. You're going to just focus on your breath. You're going to focus on the counting and just be one with your body. Okay, so what really helps me also is finding something just on YouTube, (laughs) but just finding um, something to keep your mind on. If you can have some kind of fan or vent from a bathroom or, you know, just a loud floor fan or something like that, where you can just listen to a noise that is pretty consistent, that will help you as well to just stay focused there. So another way we can get out of our head is by seeing the bigger picture. So when we think that, you know, this one situation, I'm, I'm just going to go on (laughs) with this situation with the kids not going to bed. Okay. Just because we have already got it, but there's so many ways to apply it. No matter what your situation is, just go back to that and think of the bigger picture. The bigger picture is, okay, yeah, I want my kids to listen and get to bed, but my freaking out and being annoyed and getting impatient is actually not helping the situation. So the bigger picture is everything's fine. It's okay. No one's dying. No one's hurt. Nothing's, nothing's gone wrong. Even though our brain's going to tell us everything has gone wrong <laughs> and it's life or death, that's where our brain's going to go. It's okay. Just keep the bigger picture in mind where you're thinking it's all right. Right now they're just, they're just kids. They're 
they're going to learn to get in the routine. It's going to be fine. They're going to grow up and eventually they'll have their own routine. It'll be fine. It's okay. Just keep that eternal perspective of love that you love these kids and that you just want to enjoy them. And you do want to have a good attitude around them so that we can all enjoy each other's company, right? Okay. The the next way is to notice when those small things do become like a bigger issue. We start to create drama from it and like something bigger shows up. So it's really not that big of a deal in the moment that they're not listening. But if we make it a bigger deal and we create more drama from it, that then creates more tension and more more often than not them continually not listening because they don't want to listen and be lectured and you know feel the energy around you so they're going to keep doing whatever they're doing okay another way is to go out of our way um to think of somebody else and how maybe we could help them and support them so in those moments where maybe I feel a little irritated or impatient or whatever it is in the situation, I could then think somebody else has it worse than me. Who needs me right now? Who can I send a quick little text to and just say something nice? Be kind, be a good person, do something for somebody else, maybe help clean um, another room or maybe, you know, just think of ways that we can serve another person to get out of our own head. Then recognize the emotions that come up automatically. So these are called ants, automatic negative thoughts. So recognize the knee-jerk reaction that we have to certain thoughts. So knee-jerk reaction might be when a child says our name 50 times in a row, mom, 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 mom. And you, you don't react or you don't listen to them the first time, but they keep saying your name and you're busy doing something else. Instead of your knee jerk reaction being you turning around and yelling saying, what? Shut up or whatever you're going to say. You're going to start paying attention to those automatic negative thoughts of This kid just needs to be quiet. I'm busy doing this. Why can't they just see that I'm already busy doing something? Instead of that, you're going to pay attention. You're going to notice your knee-jerk reaction is to get angry or um, react that way. And you're going to start to change the way you respond. Okay? You're going to start just writing a little bit down. Like, when my kid does this, I react like this. When this person... Um, says these words, or when this person treats me this way, I feel this way. I think these thoughts when this person is around. And as you're paying attention to those automatic negative thoughts, and you're just writing them down. So there's many ways that people call it like a brain dump or um, a thought download, just any way to just get them out of your head so that you're more aware. And then you can start kind of picking it apart and digging deeper if you want to, but just getting out of your head really helps anyway. And then you're going to just start noticing, okay, here's, here's where I usually automatically respond because these are my automatic negative thoughts. And this is how I'm automatically going to just react to this situation. I want to start responding in a more loving, kind way. 
So instead of letting my kids continually repeat my name and me get irritated, they're going to keep saying my name and I'm going to say, oh, hi, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening just one minute, okay? Or, yes, I hear you, I love you, and I'm just going to finish up with this phone call or I'm going to finish what I'm doing right here and then let me get with you in just a minute. So that has helped me a lot instead of just reacting and getting so irritated. It's the, oh, of course, they're going to keep saying my name because they want my attention and I'm just going to now give them the attention, but I'm also going to tell them that it's not okay for them to always act this way. And it's also okay for me to take a little time if I need to, to finish what I'm doing and then get to them. But they just need that acknowledgement. So um, we also need to acknowledge for ourselves our own successes. When we're doing really good, say, say you did start having a new automatic response instead of just negative thoughts that came up. You have a new automatic response of, it's okay, I just love them. Then celebrate yourself. Write down the successes. At the end of the day, just write down a couple things, maybe one to five things, maybe not even every day, just once a week. You can just write down some things. This week, I was really more aware of my responses to other people. And I'm so proud of myself for how I chose to react in this moment. Or I'm so proud of myself for um, not yelling at this time. Whatever it was, let's acknowledge our successes. We need to hear that we are proud of ourselves. Because we want it from other people. We think we need validation and um, acknowledgement from other people. But really, we just need it from ourselves. And once we give it to ourselves, then we feel more fulfilled and we're so much happier and feeling more accomplished. And then always remain present. So when we want to be more present with ourselves or with other people and we want to stop overthinking all of the things to be more present, we just unplug, turn off the devices, you know, just get in a quiet place and then be more mindful when you're eating. So instead of eating mindlessly, which is while we're just watching TV or something, <laughs> we're just going to keep eating because we're not actually paying attention to it. Um, so eat mindfully and, and get yourself outside. Find a moment to just get outside and just breathe some fresh air, take a walk, do something out in nature because these things can help turn those thoughts down because we're thinking about other things or we're viewing things differently or we're just becoming more present with ourselves instead of just letting our thoughts take over and running wild. We're now becoming more control within ourselves. And then sometimes we need to try to consider other viewpoints. So maybe we could consider how somebody else is feeling in this situation and why they're acting the way they're acting or why they said what they said and acknowledge them. Consider that maybe the way they're um the way they're thinking about things and what they're saying could be true. Just consider other viewpoints of the situation, how it could actually be a benefit that these things are happening in your life. Or the lessons you could be learning because our kids are being defiant in this moment. 
I'm now learning to be more patient and loving even through it. Okay, and then step into a new way of taking action. So be more intentional. Um, be who you want to be in any situation. Just step into a new way of taking action though. So that might look like instead of a new way of taking action when your child is not listening and maybe they're being defiant, but maybe they're just not listening and you wish they would and you're feeling impatient because you keep thinking the thoughts that they should be, you know, <laughs> listening and doing something different. Then instead of having those thoughts that they should be doing something different, you could have the now different thoughts of, of course, they're going to be this way. They're kids. Of course, they don't want to go to bed yet. It's exciting to do all these other things. Um, of course, they're needing my attention. Like they look up to me, they love me and they need me. And then as we um, step into a new way of like thinking and that new way of having those viewpoints in our mind, then we're going to take new actions. Like our new action might look like more fun. It might look like more uh, light. It might look like a new routine. It might look like stepping away and just taking the time to breathe. Again, we've talked about that. Okay, and then remember, always be compassionate with yourself. Accept your thoughts without judgment. They're going to come. We're going to have these thoughts, and instead of trying to push them away, distract ourselves or whatever, we need to just have some compassion on ourselves and be like, oh, that's interesting that that thought came up. It's okay. It's okay that you feel this way. It's okay that you're thinking that this is how it should be and it's not and that you feel a little disappointed. That's okay. So have some compassion on yourself. And then remember that it's okay sometimes and even necessary to ask for help. Maybe the people in your house are not the right people to turn to and talk to about all of these things, <laughs> right? Maybe you need some something else to do to get out of the house and go do something fun and ask for help of somebody to watch your kids. Or maybe you just need to ask for help um, even in a deeper way. Maybe you need a coach. Maybe you need a therapist. Maybe you need a counselor. Maybe you just need another friend who you can just pour your thoughts out to who won't judge you or criticize you and you just feel safe with. And that's okay. Ask for help. There's nothing wrong with needing help on the outside from outside sources. I mean, like help on the inside, but from outside sources. There's no shame in asking for help. There's no shame in recognizing that we can't do it all and that we might just go a little crazy if we keep being in the position that we're in, right? If we keep overthinking and if we keep feeling the way we're feeling and nothing changes and we keep in these old habits, that's not going to help anyone. So just admit when you need help and ask, it's okay. You've got this. I hope this was a beneficial episode for you and we will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Becoming You Forever podcast. If any of this was of a benefit to you, then I would just encourage you to share with your friends and family and on social media, and also to hop on over to iTunes and leave a review. 
It is so amazing when we get to help each other learn and grow and when we get to share what has been a benefit to us with others. So if any of these things have helped you or have piqued your curiosity in any way and you want further work with me, then please also check out my Facebook page, Emily Pete, and also Insights from Emily on Instagram. And then go ahead and email support if you have any questions or you know any topics that you want to go over, www.insightsfromemily.org or at insightsfromemily at gmail.com. 